All right, welcome to Homeless Large Podcast. Tonight I'm broadcasting a little different uh, as I'm here in my own home. Uh, I wanted to uh, do this little segment here because I believe it's important to let people know. Now, here's the deal. By the 1st of January or 1st of December, I'm going to be making some flyers. And the flyers are going to be for a national protest. I'd like to get as many cities involved as we can and we'll post on Facebook the videos of it. Each and every person, each and every city is going to have a representative. I want each representative to be understood that everything we do has to be um, within the confines of the law. Anybody that's with the movement on your side has to be following the law. We can't uh, have people breaking the law and expecting them to observe our rights. It doesn't happen that way. Now the idea of this is that we're taking back our rights as people. Cities across America have gotten too comfortable with violating our rights. What we don't know, what the homeless population doesn't know, is that, uh, you know, they're violating their rights. They don't know. They don't know they have a right to fight back. The idea of this movement is to get them to understand how to fight for their rights. So, sometime around mid-January, I'll be holding a, a Know Your Rights seminar. Now, I'm going to try to hold this on video so that we can see it live stream on Facebook. I want as many cities as possible to get involved with this march. I'll be explaining more of how the march is going to work later, but for now, I'm going to hold my stuff for later on when it's more important. Um, in, in Tucson, I'm going to try to start right around Santa Rita Park. The reason for this is because Santa Rita Park is where a lot of the homeless hang out. I'm going to make a bunch of flyers, start passing them out, at, like Guadalupe Soup Kitchen and stuff like that. Also around Caridad. I'm going to find some respectable homeless people that just want to be left alone and help. Because they're out here to get far grown. These city police are out here growing far too comfortable pushing us around without helping us. Cities across America get grants of millions of dollars to help us, and all they're doing is pushing us around, and I think it's bullshit, and I think I have a lot of people that agree with me. Now, I'm going to try to draw as much attention to this movement as possible. I want everybody to understand that, first of all, you can't be breaking the law when you're holding a, no, you're right, when you're holding a protest. So you can't have no kind of illegal drugs on the grounds where we're going to be at. Each and every person is going to be understood how we're doing this. Um, the idea is I'm going to try to get this on public property so that uh, once we're on public property, it's hard to chase us off. The reason for that is because we are part of the public. And as long as you're following the law and not breaking the law, we have a right to peaceably assemble and we're not breaking the law. So they have to uphold our rights. Now. That said, make sure that anybody that's with you or using that movement is with the law because the first person that breaks the law within the movement, they give them the right to shut it down. We don't want to give them the authority to shut it down by breaking the law. This is to take our rights back. This is to make it known. Now, each person will have a sign and it'll be on a picket. And every time the police comes, They'll sit down in their tent and hold up their sign that says, help us or leave us alone. That's all that needs to be said. Nobody should speak to the police after that. If they ask you questions, just point to your sign. Help us or leave us alone. Help us or leave us alone. 
If we have to, we'll start a chant. We don't want to disturb the peace, so kindly keep it down to help us to leave us alone, normal tone. We're not going to scream. The more of us saying it, the louder we're heard. We don't have to scream if there's enough of us saying it. This is going to make them understand that they're not out, we're not going to be pushed around no more. As long as you're obeying the law, they don't have the right to come out here and push us around. We are people. That being said, we all have the same rights as anybody else in this country. If we're free will citizens and we have a city ID or a state ID, we're citizens. That means we're part of the public here, we're part of the, we're part of it. And if we're out in public, we're part of the public. We're allowed to use public property. We have our rights. Make no mistake, for no reason should we lay down and take what they're giving us. What they are doing is violations of our constitutional, human, and civil rights, and we intend to take them back. But I'm here to support anybody that wants their rights and is willing to be obeying the law and not be stupid. Anything you do against the law jeopardizes the movement, and that screws it. That gives them a right to tear your protest down. Well, we don't want to give them that right until we're heard properly. Now, if you're tired of being pushed around, if you're sick of your rights being violated, well, I'm here with you because I was out there for 28 years and I just got my apartment. And I'm here to stand for anybody that's willing to obey the law. I don't want anybody within this protest to be yelling F the police or nothing like that. Nothing like that. We're not here for that. And that's not the statement I intend to make. We need our police departments. Make no mistake, they jeopardize their lives every time they go out there in those streets to keep us safe. And if you're saying that the police, they don't have to keep us safe because it's not F them, it's F us. And that's not what I want to hear. So nobody is to ever chant, fuck the police. Help us to leave alone, leave us alone says it all. That's all we need to say. That's all we have to say. Help us to leave us alone. Help us to leave us alone. Help us to leave us alone. We want to demonstrate that we're people, that we have respect for society, but they need to respect us too. If they ain't gonna help us, they should leave us alone. And that's a fact. Nobody should come out here fucking with us. And the police, they, they are civil servants too. So remember that. They're not upholding our rights. We need to get them on that task. We need to let them know that we're part of the public. Some of us pay taxes and they are our civil servants as well. They're here to support our constitution, not violate our civil rights. They're here to protect our rights, not violate them. They work for us. And as long as you're obeying the law, they work for you too. This movement has to be fully within the confines of the law. If we're on public property, not obstructing any kind of public easeway, we're obeying the law. Now, the size of the tents, they can be no longer than a single person pup tent. If you're a couple, put your tents next to each other. They can't be too big to where they block any public easeway or public access to a sidewalk. Just something small to shelter you from the elements. That's how we do it within the law. I want 
want everybody to realize that we're not here to break the law. We're not here to say fuck society. Anybody that's with this protest has to respect society, just like we want them to respect us. We're here to take our respect back. So if you're a respectable person that's homeless and tired of being pushed around having your rights violated, then it's time for you to step up and let's have our voice back. We're people. We're human. We have rights. We are the homeless at large. The movement is hashtag your help us alone because we are everywhere. Let's make a statement that we want to be left alone if they're not going to help us. Help us or leave us alone. Help us or leave us alone. That's what it's about. Have a great night, y'all. Listen, I'm looking for donations. I need tanks, sleeping bags, all kinds of stuff to make sure people are comfortable. I'm hoping people will bring some food out. I'm going to be talking to Brian Flagg within the next few days. I'm going to let him know what's going on here in Tucson so that he can be a part of it, hopefully. And uh, we're going to get some things straightened out. Uh, for far too long, police departments everywhere have been violating homeless rights. Let's get take our rights back. Let's let them know we're not going to be pushed around. Have a great night, y'all. Thanks for listening. This is Homeless at Large Podcast, sponsored by Anchor FM. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Homeless at Large. I'm here with my new co-host. Anthony Potter. Here we go. So today is, uh, what's the day today? The 14th. It's the 14th of December. It's almost Christmas. Welcome, everyone, to Homeless at Large. This is Roy Sterling Trout and Anthony Potter. Uh, we got some, um, well, I don't know, could you call it good news? We got some good news and an update on the stuff, some of the stuff we told you last time. So, I've been doing some investigating into Mr. Potter's um, housing situation, and it appears that some people made a mistake in his housing. So, um, I've been talking to a, a very top-notch official, would you call it that? Yeah. And uh, she's done some checking. His voucher was invalid, so we're going to work tomorrow on getting Mr. Potter into the program Manland, and this time his voucher will be done correctly. Kind of amazing how that worked out. Um, how do you feel, Mr. Potter? I feel vindicated. Because yeah. this is what I haven't said yet. When I was living in that house, not, not only was it never up to code, it only passed because on the promise that it would be brought up to section code. The other thing is the my landlord was filming inside my apartment without my permission. Now see, and that's a, that's been my problem this whole time with the way they treat the homeless, you know? It's disgusting. They, they invade our privacy. They do things that we, uh, that normally wouldn't be done to an ordinary citizen. They treat us as though we're less than, than, than anybody else or less than animals. And this is where we have a there's a big thing in this country on whether uh, privacy is a right or not. Do you have the right to be private? You definitely have a right and a responsibility to hide certain parts of your body. And your life. Public. There's certain things you don't do in public. Uh, being homeless, you don't have the 
like, for instance, public bathrooms versus private bathrooms. With the public bathrooms, they've, they've done maybe three the bathrooms in the last is 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, today I, I also made another statement, and it, I, I want to clarify this. So I've helped people all my life. It's all I've ever known. Unfortunately, I'm still jobless, you know? You're housed, but you're jobless. And, and the anxiety you're is jobless killing me. and houseless. Right. The anxiety is killing me. I'm getting sick. How I, many people would you say that you've helped house? I can't count anymore, man. Over a thousand, I'm sure. Because I know since uh, we, I, I, since we've been together, not only have you helped me, but there's two other people that you've helped in the past week. Just in a week. That's three people a week. One was a woman who was being the victim of domestic violence and a and we were able to get her out of that situation. There was another guy that was sleeping outside without any blankets in the freezing cold. You know, and that's the thing. People, it's, it's sad. I've done a lot of outreach for people. I've done a lot of outreach for the city. And I've never been recognized for my work. But people who done the same thing as you in the past, now work for the city, and some of those people got there because they were working with you at the time, and they got the notice for it, and you're housed, jobless, and you've been I got shit on. And all these people, and you're not getting the credit. Right. Would you say I got shit on? You did. I did. And see, that's the problem. You know, this is the start of chronic homelessness. This is what, today I actually feel like going back out to the streets. I don't want to be in this house anymore. I'm sitting here wasting away. And, it, you know, the city's been so, put them in four walls and they'll shut up. Well, you got four walls. You got running water, running electricity. You got food in your cupboards. What's the thing that's making you decide it's not worth it all? Well, number one, my people are still out there being pushed around, Anthony. You know, I've lived among the homeless for 28 years, man. And I go out every day and I watch these police push my people around. They're not helping them. I don't, I'm not two-faced. I'm not taking and changing just because they did something special for me. It's not worth it. If my people are still out there being pushed around, I'm not changing how I feel about it. I still feel they're being pushed around. So I don't stop. I'm not stopping. Until they stop pushing my people around with the police, I will not stop. I will not stop as long as the police are out there being cruel to my people. I don't care where they are. This land is supposed to be a free fucking land. That means we're allowed to do as we damn well please. And nobody should discriminate on me for that. That's my choice. It's society's choice 
to say I'm not qualified for any other job. It's society's choice in the applications I put in, trying to get a job helping people, but I'm not qualified to help people yet. You're doing it anyway. And somebody else is getting credit for it. That's my problem. It's society's choice, not mine. I didn't make that choice. You didn't make that choice. Anthony, you've helped a ton of fucking people. Have you ever been recognized for what you've done? Only by the thank yous that came out of the people's mouths. That's right. See, and that's what I'm tired of, is, look, I get a lot of things. I get a lot of people that come and say, yeah, thank you, thank you. But the fact is, the city still pushes us around. I can't count how many times in my life I have been discriminated upon because I help people. I got my apartment raided eight times the last time I was in an apartment, Anthony, because I was helping people with showers. Every day. With showers. Something I used to so do simple. that with my apartment. And, that, and it, the nice thing about it is I was right there, right next to San Reed Park. Yeah. So the people could go from the park to my place, get a shower, be back at the park. And still get served. Right. You know, I don't understand something. How does it, you know, Brandy asked me a question and I, she said, what, you don't feel like you were helped? And, and yes, in a way, maybe. But the fact is, as long as society deems me not qualified for a job, where am I doing anything good? How does that help me? I'm not qualified for a job to ask a person if they want fries with their hamburger. That's one thing I don't get is if you got to be trained at McDonald's, they shouldn't be able to to give you um, minimum wage. Minimum wage is for unskilled labor. If they're a required job training, that's a skilled labor. Right. what qualifications do you have, do you need to you know, sit, ask people if they want fries with that? I know I got experience with the POS. Yeah, I do. And here's the thing. I don't want to necessarily work at McDonald's. I, I don't want to work for a corporation. I want to help people. It's clear. That's what I meant to do. I, it's what I love doing. And, and, you know, there's an old saying my dad taught me. He said, if you love what you do is work, you never work a day in your life. I've never worked a day in my life because I've always been helping people, and I love it. I, I, it's, it's my heart. It's my passion. I help people with no discrimination, no kind of judgment. I don't point my fingers. I don't say you're mentally ill or you're a drug addict. I help them. I'm sure when I, I know one of them was a drug addict. I know the other one was a drug addict. But did I discriminate on them and tell them they're drug addicts and they're mentally ill and they need to do this before I helped them? Nope. I just helped them. I just did what they needed done. I didn't say any what they needed. I. The one girl said she needed out of a domestic violence. I got her out. She's out. Done. Right? Another guy was outside without any blankets. I didn't blankets. Done. That's the way you help somebody. Help us or leave us alone. That's right. Help us or leave us alone. Now you're catching on. 
That's the movement I'm creating. Because look, you can you can sit there and think something somebody all day long, man. All fucking day long. But until you truly know that person, you know nothing. You can't judge that person by what you see automatic. It's not it's not feasible. You can't tell me what I'm qualified to do until you give me a chance to do what I do. I help people all day, but I'm not qualified to work at a place helping people. But I help people every day. How the fuck am I not qualified? <laughs> it's a blatant injustice against the homeless. They are ridiculed, pushed around, ridiculed some more, judged, ridiculed, pushed around, but nobody truly goes out there and helps them. Nobody says, what help do you need? They just go out there and determine themselves what they need. What do we really need? What we need is somebody that doesn't point their finger at us and say, you're not qualified. We need society to change the discrimination that they act enact against the homeless society. You know, the greatest thing in the world I heard tonight, I heard it tonight from an old man out on the street. He was walking from the VA and he said, man, I thought it was great that you yelled at that guy that he was a slave. And then he peeled out scared. Because <laughs> that's what they are, slaves. I truly feel that. When you work and you pay taxes to a government who does fucking nothing but lie to you, you're a slave. You're a slave. Period. It doesn't change the fact that they're slaves. They're slaves. But yet, they're going to call me a bum because I choose not to be a slave. Hypocrisy. Do you see it? You all right? Yeah. I'm going to get some water. Pardon, a little coughing fit there for Mr. Potter. You can't change discrimination until society changes. Everybody wants the homeless to change, but nobody in society wants to change. Society has to change first because the homeless have done their changing. I've done my changing. People said, you want help? I said, yes, they still wouldn't help me. It's a disgusting feature in society. It's a hypocrisy that society lives every day. Pardon me, I was getting a drink here. You know, Anthony, for the longest time, you and I didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. And it's amazing how fate has brought us back together and now things are changing. We see more eye to eye now, don't we? Yeah. The things I've said are more heard. I don't have a problem with people who disagree with me. Maybe other people do, but I don't. I just change them by showing them where their disagreement is wrong. I don't have a problem doing that. I've never, I've never wanted to be somebody because I'm already somebody. I have a face and I have a name. I have a personality. I have a like, I have a dislike. I have, I have flaws just like everyone else. But who is it for anybody else to tell me that my flaws are wrong when they're telling me that their flaws were created by God so they have a right to have them. There's no answer for that. 
The only answer is we all have we all have fallen short of the glory of God, and yeah. none of us have the ability to uh, um, uh, point the finger at another person. We don't have the right to uh, pluck another person's eye. You know, one of my biggest things is this. Look, if society doesn't change their discrimination on the homeless, and they keep telling us, oh, get a job, you bum, and they won't hire us, then what good are they doing? How are they... What good is that? And the more of us that are unemployed, the more the economy collapses. Look, here's what creates a homeless problem. You have a society of degenerates who are slaves and don't even acknowledge the fact that they're slaves. Then you have people who say that homelessness is the problem that don't acknowledge their own problems. They don't acknowledge them. If you go out and you hand out food to the homeless, but yet you won't give them a job to where they can supply their own food, how are you helping homelessness? That's like during Safe Park where people would come out, churches would come out and feed, and local businesses would be the NIMBYs calling and complaining that there's a free feeding going on and that's going to cripple their business because nobody's going to come and buy food from them if free food's being given away and served. Right. But what they didn't take into account is the people that are getting the free food are the ones who don't have the means to feed themselves versus the people coming to their restaurants have more than enough means to not only feed themselves, but to pay someone to do the work so that they don't have to. Not only that, but they have the money to feed the people that are being fed. You know, that comes back with enablement. You know, it's, um, I don't want anything free. I understand nothing's free in the world. I understand free stuff all day long, but this is knowing that the more stuff I take free, the more it's going to cost someone. It costs someone. Nothing's free, right. But the fact is this. I don't want anything for free. I understand that there's a system in society that you have to work for what you get. The Bible even says it. I don't have a problem with working for what I get. I do. You want to know my problem? Nobody will fucking hire me because I'm not qualified. I have a problem with it. I'm not qualified. But yet, this very thing they tell me I'm not qualified for, I've been doing my whole life. I've been doing it for 20 years or better. But I'm not qualified to do it. They won't hire me. Somebody else gets my recognition, gets credit for what I do. Just like with you, when that outreach worker talks to you tomorrow, I'm not going to get credit for doing outreach for you. Somebody else is. It's the things people don't see that fuck me over. And that's what makes me mad. I, I, I'm not bragging. I'm not asking for... I don't want to be famous. 
at the start of this, Anthony, I told you what I wanted. I wanted to be left alone. I make noise now because nobody would leave me the fuck alone. I wanted to be left alone. Now, I'm a monster. I'm an asshole. I'm whatever you want to call me, but I'm still helping people. I'm not going to stop. If I have to get evicted from this apartment to continue helping people, so I will. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop what I do, what I do best. Just because some asshole tells me I'm not qualified. I'm not stopping. It, it, I, I don't know how else to say it, man. I've been saying it all along. The only way we can help the homeless is to stop discriminating on them. That's the way you help them. Stop discrimination of the homeless people. Those are my family. And if you come out there fucking with the homeless, you're going to run into me eventually. And we're going to have a problem, especially in the city of Tucson. We're going to have a problem. I'm not going to stop. I saw tonight some homeless people being chased out where they were sleeping. It pisses me off. They ain't got nowhere else to fucking go. What right do the police have the right to tell them they can't sleep there? What right do they have? What gives them that power? Only the power of discrimination, that's it. It's people who call the police because they see homeless people. That's the problem. That's my problem. You go fucking with the homeless in Tucson, Arizona, and I promise you, eventually, you're going to run into me, and we're going to have a fucking problem. End of story. We're going to have a problem. I'm changing lives every day, Mr. Potter. And you know that, man. You see it now. I change lives. I can't... I. I I can only do so much. I'm one person. That's where the community comes in, man. We got to get this community behind what we're doing here. And I know you have a large community of people that hear your voice. And I'm being heard because I believe I'm going to get hired where I want to be hired. That's a great thing. I believe that. Um, but tonight I... I it, it just angers me. It angers me the way I see things. And um, it, it's got to change. It's got to. This homeless problem thing has got to go. It's not a problem unless you're looking too deep into it. That's the problem with it. Too many people look too deep into it. Instead of changing the way you treat the problem, you change the way... Well, no. Instead of... Changing the way you help them, you change the way you treat them. Well, that has to stop. It gets worse every day. You know, Brandy said something, oh, not the police I deal with that is the problem. But the fact is, the police she deals with aren't dealing with the police out there pushing the homeless around. How is that helping anybody? If you, it's kind of like I talked to a cop one time. He says he's a good cop. Uh, and because he's a good cop, 
he only, he can only say he's a good cop and that he doesn't know any bad cops. But how can you say you don't know bad cops if you're not looking for the bad cops in your department? Drive. And here's the thing. You know, I understand that there, there might be good cops out there. But if a good cop enables a bad cop to be a bad cop, doesn't that make them bad cops? Yes. And would you say that the, the only people that can change that would be the taxpayers? I would say it's the taxpayers, it's the mayor and council, it's the police chief. And did you hear that Chief Magnus just, re just left the police department quick? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? he took a job to be a commissioner for the Border Patrol. Isn't that amazing? He quit. He quit. I think he quit because he's, uh, I was getting close to knocking him down anyway. I'm going to knock him down. I'm going to knock down any cop who goes out there and bullies the homeless. He's the one that was giving the orders. He's the one I was aiming for. I'm going to knock him down. Any cop, and, and you, you listen to this closely, TPD, any cop out there pushing around the homeless, I'm going to knock you down. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I have my rights. My people have their fucking rights. And if you're out there violating their rights, we're going to run into each other eventually. And then you're going to have a problem. That makes the fucking homeless problem. That makes the homeless problem. Not people like me. I'm the solution. I have a solution. It's unfortunate people don't listen to me because I'm not qualified. By society standards, is that correct? Yeah. I'm well qualified to do what I do. I'm fucking good at it. I do it well. Every person I've helped has left my place happy, have they not? Yeah. I speak no more to that AQ. I need for people to listen up. There's a discrimination and it's the greatest injustice that's ever been dealt in humanity. It's the society versus the homeless. It's the haves and the have-nots. The greatest injustice ever dealt to mankind is the haves. They are the injustice. They ride around in their Mercedes Benz, their Lexuses, and they're so fucking greedy that they have to have a tax write-off for what they do. That's the problem. They have to have that tax write-off. I don't see any greater injustice. You do not reward charity work. It's charity. These, these organizations, they start these thrift stores. Think about this. They get free items given to them. And then they sell them. But they won't sell it to a homeless person if they don't have the money to pay for it. That's one thing I've always wondered. People donate to these thrift stores, and then the thrift stores sell the items and to the whoever's willing to pay. They're a non-profit. If you don't have the money, they're not going to help you. How does that work? They get the items for free, but I would they're call not going to give it to free to someone in need when they got it for free I call in that order profit. to provide it. To someone 
I call that profit. Do I not? That's for profit. Right, exactly. I call that profit. But yet, there's a 501c3. So what I'm saying to you now, Mr. Potter, I don't sell anything I get. In fact, I buy most of what I get. And then I give it away. I give it away for free. I don't buy, I buy everything, I give it away, but yet I can't get people to donate to me because I can't give them a tax write-off. Shameful. It's shameful. And there's your homeless problem in a nutshell. There's your homeless problem. It's not a homeless problem, it's a society problem. It's a greed problem. There's too much fucking greed. Our world has demolished itself. Humanity has demolished itself. I think we're making progress. What do you think? I do think we're making progress. I mean, look at all the years I've been out here saying the same thing. Look how many people I've come against that didn't like what I was doing. And look, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. Am I not? I do it every day. I think that eventually more people are going to catch on and they're going to start understanding and that's what the world needs is understanding. It's an understanding that there's a right way and a wrong way to treat someone. You can't go out and make judgment and think you're helping someone. That doesn't help. It only increases the problem. I can't I can't stress enough that, 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 that we have to uh, we have to understand each other. There has to be a bridge that seals that gap so that somebody can come together and finally make solution. And I believe that I may have found her because she recognizes what's going on. She sees it. I think she's in a kind of a hard spot really. What do you think? I think a lot of us are in a hard spot and working together, collaborating, contributing is what moves us forward. You know, everything I do, I do with clean eyes. I don't go into anything blind. Um, you know, I'm going to start going out to camps and, uh, reaching out to homeless people and I'm going to start watching for police to go into those camps. When they do, they're going to meet up with me. And when they meet up with me, I'm sure they're not going to like me very much. And when do the cops come? About after three or four years after? And be after sunset and before sunrise. Right. So at night... Police? Nights when everybody's in their homes, sleeping, enjoying the warmth of their bed, their room, enjoying the comfort. And nobody hears nothing. Nobody hears or sees the cops going out and telling the homeless, you can't sleep here, you can't camp here, you can't be here, you can't hold a sign here, you can't be making noise here, you can't be... He's speaking out here. Mr. Potter, you know that church that um, the police kicked me out of? 
Do you remember that? Yeah, Our Savior's Lutheran Church. Yeah. Mr. Potter, do you remember me telling the police I was going to return? Um, no, I was sleeping. Well, Mr. Potter, I told the police I was going to return. And that's what created them to manhandle me. They manhandled me, Mr. Potter. Do you think that was right? I wasn't making no. any kind of gestures or motion of violence. The only time they're allowed to put hands on people is when and people try to put hands on them. Mr. Potter, they put their hands on me unjustly. They put me in handcuffs unjustly. And nobody speaks out about that. Nobody. That security guard, during the night, he kicked me twice. The police didn't do anything about it. Nothing. That's because the cops, when they come and tell you you can't camp somewhere, you know what they do? They kick you. So right. why are the cops going to get on him for doing what they do anyway? Well, and that's their And head. why are we sending people out to kick the homeless? Right. They're already down on the luck. They're already right. having a hard time. Is that what God taught everybody, to go kick people <laughs> when they're down. That's the most amazing thing I've heard anybody say because I've been saying this for years. How is it that society deems it okay to kick a person while they're down and yet they go to church every Sunday and flash their little $5 bill and put it in the offering plate? Look at me, God. I go to church on Sunday Sounds like the Pharisees and Sadducees, doesn't it? That's their problem. Jesus said, blessed are the poor and the meek in spirit, the humble, the trite. They continue doing what they do despite all the walls they run into every day. If you look throughout the city, there are homeless camping everywhere. <laughs> and God only knows how many of them I'm responsible for. I'm responsible for a lot of the camps. I do what I do, and I believe that each and every person has a liberty to choose their lifestyle. That's what liberty is. I don't believe that society has any right to kick anybody around for their choice. How do you stop? society from kicking people when they're down by just what we're doing mr potter we speak out you know one person's right to be working and a slave doesn't counteract my right to not be a slave i'm still free all it does is enhance discrimination that's what it does in the story there's no more to that I'm working on getting Brandy Champion to hire me. She hasn't hired any um, outreach people yet, but I'm working on that. She's going to hire me because whether she wants to admit it or not, I'm more qualified than most people she's ever hired. Would you agree? Yes. Not only that, but you help her or, or with her caseload. I've taken a lot of that case load away, that's for sure. But I don't believe in just helping someone, putting them in four walls. I don't, I don't believe that's true help. I'm going to end the discrimination that says you're not qualified.
if you're not qualified, then hire the motherfucker and train them. That way they're qualified. That's what true help is. You can't put a person in... That's what creates chronic homelessness. They put us in four walls and leave us there and say, Oh, well, now you help. Good. Gone. Bye. They leave. There's no follow-up. There's no... They just go stir-crazy. And what happens? They get lonely. They get tired of it. And they go back. They go back. Well, I'm not quitting. One way or another, I'm either going to do what I love doing, or I'm going to die doing it. I'm going to rise or fall. I don't care which way. I've been down to the bottom already, man. I have nothing left to lose. I've been done lost at all. None of this shit means nothing to me. If I'm not doing what I love doing, man. None of it means anything. The house, the and, fucking nice and stuff. If you've helped people, and, and people like Brandy Champion and Michelle Rain and... And all Cliff these, Wade. Cliff Wade and all these other people. Lewis Arthur. John McClane. Know that you've done this. What disqualifies you from getting a job? Because all of them have the same history you do. They've all helped people. You've helped them help people. But yet they get the credit. But they get the credit and you're told not qualified. Isn't that disgusting? Isn't that disgusting? Now you know as well as I do, a lot of the people that went to Safe Park, I brought there. A lot of them. I brought them there. I got kicked in the teeth. John McClain got a job. Louis Arthur. A lot of the people at Bravo Base I took there. But I got shit on again. And Louis Arthur, what did he get? He got paid. Oh yeah, he did six months in jail for a burglary he says he didn't commit that he admitted to in city council. And there was video of him. And there was video live on the fucking I mean come on. He pled, he did the time because he had no way to fight right. it. Right. But see, I got shit on. I got shit on some more because I still get death threats from his followers. I got shit on. That's where people get mad at me is because I'm out here making a bigger difference than most people think. And yet, I get shit on every time I do it. Because... Every camp I've ever set up, I've lost property in it. I've lost my possessions, everything. I spent 2019, the Christmas of 2019, you know I spent it? Walking around the city, handing out shots of coffee because I was fucking cold and it was raining. And the police had just bulldozed my camp. That's why I spent Christmas. And how sad is that? That's the Christmas that the government gave that's, that year. That's how I've been treated. And it took all this time, all this time, for someone to finally step up and see that. All this time. 
Isn't it disgusting? So now that you're housed, what's step two? Well, I don't believe that I'm housed. Well, I'm housed in a way. I don't believe that I'm I'm helped. Because until well, I'm... Well, you got step one, you're housed. Is it furnished? Barely. Are you employed? But no. So it's barely furnished. I got what, two chairs, a couple tables, and a TV. And you've told them you want to do this podcast. Yeah. And what tools have do you need to do this podcast in the most professional way possible? Well, I need guests. I need people to come on the podcast, like homeless people. I need services who will announce what they're doing to, for the homeless, not, oh, we're judging them, but people who come on and say, this is what we're doing. We're not discriminating. We're not pointing our fingers. We're not picking and choosing who we help. We're helping them indiscriminately to appear on the show, to come on the show. And look, if, if Brandy Champion, I've got her ready to appear. She doesn't have a problem appearing. She's heard the podcast. She knows I'm unfiltered. I'm cut straight to the point. I'm right. I don't care. I'm not politically correct. I don't have to be. That's not what America was built on. Politically correct is someone trying to take my freedom of speech. I know George Washington definitely wasn't in politically I don't believe he had any kind of definition of politically correct back then, do you? No. So, I think that political correctness is the scourge of society. Thomas Jefferson was a slave owner. That was definitely not politically correct. Yeah, <laughs> good point there. Say that again louder so they Thomas can Thomas Jefferson was a slave owner. That's not very politically correct. That's right. But yet, what was he, a president? He was a president. He was a president of the United States of America, a slave owner who was not politically correct. Kind of amazing, huh? You'll let a slave owner who you call wrong be a president but you won't let a man that helps people every day in his natural life. And if you think about this, Benjamin Franklin was a business owner, a reporter, an inventor. But he couldn't get a job. He, he went to France to get them on our side for the war. The only one that's not a slave owner. And yet he could become president. That's not, uh, uh, that doesn't, isn't a dis domestic violencer who never got his turn to be president. Kind of like all me. All the founding fathers, he had what it took and he got skipped. He got the biggest role. I feel How like politically correct is that? That's like me. They're just like me. Look at me. I've given a lot of people credit for shit that I did. That I made possible for them to do. And I got shit on in the role. I got shit on a bunch. And that's why I'm angry. Because I never asked for pay. But they're getting paid for something I did. And that's where my problem comes in, Anthony.
That's where I have a problem. Why should somebody else get paid for my work? I worked my ass off. Thousands of fucking people I've helped in this city. And yet somebody else got paid for it. Somebody else got paid while I did my work for free. And never got any credit for it. My name wasn't known. That hurts. Because in the long run of it all, all I got paid was shit on every fucking time I helped somebody. I got shit on. It was, oh, you got me paid, but fuck you. That hurts. It hurts a lot. I feel like a lot of my friends betrayed me. A lot of people who said they were on my side, they betrayed me. And it hurts. But I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. Only now, the top has seen it. How many of those people you think are going to still be working after it comes to... Lewisian? Yeah. Now that it's really coming to light, how many I've really been out there doing, and how many of them I actually did bring in that somebody else took credit for. I wonder just how long that somebody else is gonna have a job. Just like Miss Celia, you know she got fired, right? You know what she did? She told me to take my money and stick it up my butt to keep people from stealing it. Take my property and stick it up my butt to keep people from stealing it. She worked That's for the city. Professional. She worked for the city. She was going to get credit for helping me, and that's how she was helping me. By being unprofessional. But yet, Mr. Potter, did I tell you to take your money and stick it up your butt no. to protect it? Or your property? No. Uh, have I told you you're a drug addict yet? No. Have I called you mentally ill yet? No. Have I judged you yet? No. Am I helping you? No. No? Am I helping you? Yes. <laughs> you got into those nose, didn't you? <laughs> That's how society works. That's how society works. There's too much judgment. There's too much, you're this, you're that, you're this. You don't know those people when you're calling them those names. You don't know them. Because none of that stuff is really, you can't really hold people to those things because... We all have flaws. You don't have a choice in being mentally ill. You don't have a choice in being disabled. Oh, some people might. People make strange choices sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of these things are things that you're not responsible for. But then again, some of it's just freedom of choice. Right. It's called free will. And that's what people don't understand. There are people out there with free will to be there. You can't help someone who doesn't want your help. And that's where society's gone wrong, man. That's where society's gone wrong. 
They're out there pushing somebody around that really doesn't want their help. And it comes back to, you're going to take my help whether you want it or not. And that's wrong. You're forcing someone to take something you don't want. It's like, you have no electricity, but I'm going to hand you a fucking coffee pot. What need do you have for a coffee pot? Something to sell. <laughs> and we'll get to that deal. You might get $5 out of it. It's used. If you're lucky. It's of no need to you. That's part of the, the problem. You know, look. You can put somebody in housing. That doesn't mean they're helped. If they're sitting there going stir-crazy because now they're just fucking lonely. Like me, I'm lonely. I miss, I'm not out there with my family. I'm not doing what I love doing, well I am, but I'm risking getting kicked out of my house. I'm risking everything I got to still help people because I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna continue doing so. Whether they like it or they don't, I don't give a fuck. I warned them. Soon I'm going to have more poor people coming here. Because they want to fuck me around. And that's what happens, man. That's chronic homelessness at its roots. It's not me. It's them. It's society creating that. It's a label for people who choose to be out there on the streets. They want to be left alone. They want to be wherever they're at. But that's the right. Unfortunately, society doesn't understand that, right? So, this is the beginning of the change that has to happen. Society, it's your turn to change. Because we are people. We are human. We are the homeless at large. We are everywhere. Let's say it together. Help us or leave us alone. 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 Yeah. Help us or leave us alone. Good night, everyone.